We're going to be looking at a sermon series. We're going to be looking at the Gospel of John, looking at the, what Jesus said, or the, who Jesus said he is. And so there's several places in the book of John, the, the Gospel of John, that Jesus says, I am. And today we're going to be looking at I am the bread of life that Jesus says in John 6. And, and so we're going to be looking at these different over the next few weeks. But I also want to encourage you, whether you are familiar with it or not, um, this is the time of Lent. This is the time that we are waiting for Easter. We are waiting, we are thinking about the cross as Jesus was thinking about the cross as he was just days and weeks before going to the cross. And so it's a time for us as believers to think about how are we committed to Jesus? How are we all out for him? And so some people in different traditions give up something for Lent. They give up, you know, some kind of thing that they usually like whether it's coffee or Coke or, or it could be any, uh, there's lots of examples. It doesn't just have to be things we consume. But, but I encourage you, if you haven't already done that, it's not too late to think about how this, during these, these time leading up to Easter, how we can be focused on our relationship with Jesus, if you have the relationship with Jesus. Um, Matt Kreeb had on, on shared this this week. Um, it says, we can think of Lent as a time, of, a time to eradicate evil or cultivate a virtue, to pull up a weed or plant good seeds. Which is better is clear. For the Christian, ideal is always positive rather than negative. Uh, and that was, that was uh, something that he had on, on social media this week. Uh, not his quote, it was from... Van Fulton Sheen. I don't know who that is. But just a, a, a thought about what Lent is. It's a, it's a time where we can be thinking about and praying about and, and really taking time to be cultivating, or cultivating a virtue of, of Christ or eradicating an evil. Now, of course, we need Jesus. Right? Don't, let's not try to do that on our own. Uh, pulling up weeds or planting good seeds. But it's a time of thinking about the cross, thinking about our life in Jesus and salvation, and to be working out our salvation. And of course, with Jesus, not on our own. <laughs> but that is, that's what we're looking at over the next several weeks, looking at the, in this time of waiting, in this time of Lent, this time that we're coming up on Easter. We're going to be looking at the Gospel of John and who Jesus says he is. Uh, so I would encourage you to, to open your Bibles today to John chapter 6. And in John chapter 6, there is several kind of big things that happen. A lot of people know about when Jesus, something, you know, um, Jesus feeding the 5,000. That's the start of John chapter 6. A lot of people know about that. This, this miracle that Jesus fed at least 5,000 men that were counted. So fed a crowd of people with just a, a, a basketful or some just a little bit of food so this this miracle that happens and we sometimes we just kind of like oh yeah feeding the five thousand but no that was that was amazing that was crazy that was i mean the people then were like wow what's happening here right and then moving on right after that in john chapter six jesus walks on water i mean <laughs> just like normal normal you know 
Like, not a big deal. Just he walks on water. He comes, comes out to the disciples' boat. And they're, they're terrified. But so Jesus is just showing his, that he is awesome in power. And he is great, like we were, like we were singing about this morning. And so this crowd of people, they're like wanting to see more miracles. You know, when you, when you kind of see some really cool stuff, we kind of want to see more, right? You know, like during the Super Bowl, when there's all these commercials or touchdowns, whatever you were excited about during the Super Bowl, and you wanted to see more, like, oh, these are really good things happening. I want to just see what, what, what else is happening. On a very different level, Jesus was performing miracles and showing his power and glory, and people were going crazy. They wanted to see more and more, and they wanted Jesus to keep showing them. And so we pick this up in John chapter 6 and verse 30. So this crowd is finally caught up to Jesus. And they're in this, and so Jesus has this opportunity to teach. So in John chapter 6, verse 30, it says this. So they asked him, this is the crowd. They asked him, what sign then will you give that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? So tell us. Show us more of your power. Show us more of you, that you are really this miracle worker. Our ancestors ate manna in the wilderness. And as it is written, he gave bread from heaven to eat. So they're reminding Jesus, uh, you know, our ancestors, the people before us, they had this mir- miraculous, for 40 years, they had food that was given to them directly by God and they survived and they ate and they flourished on their life because of God and so they're saying if you're this miracle worker if you you can do these things just they're just trying to remind him so God gave this bread from heaven what can you do (laughs) you know uh, I'm not we're not sure if the crowd believes that Jesus is the Son of God, but they believe, they've seen that he is a miracle worker, okay? And so they're, they're trying to figure this out. They want more and more of these miracles. So Jesus replies in verse 31, he says, or in verse 32, he says, very truly I tell you, it is not Moses who has given you bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives it to you, the true bread of heaven. Okay, so they're, they're wanting to know about this miracle. They're wanting to know about how, how this manna came from heaven. And, and they want to see it again. And they want, to, they want to be satisfied on this bread. Now, when I was studying about this, this passage, I was looking at, like, and there was a, there was a quote that was, that was told... And it said something about how what is something that unites, what is a food that unites all or most civilizations over time? And most cultures, it's bread. Bread is something that sustains people. It, it satisfies their hunger. It, it gives nutrients and it, it helps people survive. And, and many cultures rely on bread. And especially in Jesus' day, bread was a staple. But Bread, simply eating bread, it's going to satisfy our physical hunger, right? 
it's not going to satisfy our spiritual hunger. So our first point today is that bread satisfies our physical hunger. We know that. But the bread of life, who Jesus is, he satisfies our spiritual hunger. We can go to the Lord. We should be going to him as the, as the one that satisfies us. Jesus said, and in, in when he was talking, when he was preaching about the Beatitudes in Matthew 5, he said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. So Jesus is saying, if you are seeking after me, if you're seeking after my ways, being righteous, you are going to find satisfaction in me. You're going to be filled and so bread, the bread of life satisfies our spiritual hunger. I hope that we are all seeking after Jesus, the bread of life, to fill us. And if we aren't, let's go to the Lord. Let's go to Jesus who fills us. All right, so then Jesus continues here in verse 33. For the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Okay, notice that. The, this bread, it wasn't just from Moses, it was from God, and it's from heaven. But this bread is different. This bread gives life to the world. Okay? And, and so they replied, they said, Sir, always give us this bread. We want this life. We don't want to be running around looking for bread everywhere. We want to be filled. And in verse 35, Jesus says, he declares, I am the bread of life. And he, he kind of describes it. He says, whoever comes to me, whoever comes to the bread of life, whoever comes to Jesus Christ, will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never go thirsty. So Jesus is saying he is the bread of life that we need to go to him. We need, when we are hungry, when we are thirsty, spiritually, we need to be going to Jesus for, our, for being satisfied in him alone. Now, so, so Jesus is the bread of life. Jesus gives life. You know, these people, they wanted manna. They wanted more bread. They wanted to be filled. They said, always give us this bread. Give us more. Give us more. I mean, our ancestors, they got to experience it the whole time they're in the wilderness. We want it too. This manna, it sustained their life. It made them live longer. If they didn't have this manna in the wilderness, they would have died. And so the, now these people, they want, just like their ancestors, they want manna again. They want to be filled. They want to be satisfied. They want this bread, however it is, whatever it looks like, they want it. And really, they want Jesus to perform more miracles. <laughs> but let me ask you, what do you really want? What is your manna? What are you seeking after? What do you want that will that you think will satisfy you? Because that's what they wanted. They wanted to be satisfied. They wanted to sustain their life. 
We need the bread of life. We need Jesus. We all do. You know, bread, physical bread or manna, it sustains for a time. It sustains life for a time. For, you know, the, those 40 years that they were walking through the wilderness, the people of Israel, they, their life was sustained because they had bread. They had manna. But bread of life, Jesus Christ, He sustains for all time. Not just for 40 years. Not just for a, a few days or a week. He, his bread, his life doesn't get moldy and stale. He is the only one we need. And, and, and he needs, people need to see that. And especially these people, but even us. We need to understand that we can go to him. Because Jesus is the life giver. He said that he is the bread of life, but he also said that this, this bread that came from heaven, it gives life. He's not just talking about physical life. He's talking about how he gives eternal life. He gives forever life. And so our second point today is bread sustains our life, but the bread of life is our life giver. So we can have bread to eat, to keep living, but who wants to just keep living? We want to live the way that Jesus wants us to live. We want to live on fire for him, we want to have life, eternal life, not just eternal life for later, but eternal life for now. Life that Jesus wants us to live now. He gives that to us when we seek after Him and we are seeking His heart. So let me ask you, how does the bread of life sustain you? How are we sustained by Jesus? So we see that the, the bread of life satisfies our spiritual hunger, and the bread of life is our life giver. And we're going to skip down to, to, to verse 47. So John 6, verse 47, and read from there. So it says in verse 47, very true. This is Jesus talking again. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes has eternal life. And then he declares again, I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, yet they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which anyone may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. So Jesus is, Jesus is saying, you need to believe that, believe in me, the bread of life. Believe and put all your hope and trust in me, the life giver. He, he, not just says, he doesn't just say he's, he's the bread of life that's come from heaven, but he's also giving his, this salvation message that if we, if we are satisfied fully in him and we believe fully in him for the forgiveness of our sins and trust Jesus, he's the one 
that is going to give his life for the world. And we see that from the cross, that Jesus Christ gave his life to the world. But not all are saved. It's not just he gave his life and boom, everybody's saved. No, we have to trust in him. We have to go to him to satisfy us. And our third point today is the bread. Uh, bread satisfies only temporarily. You know, we can eat and we'll be hungry again. The people in the wilderness, they ate the manna, but yet they were hungry for the next meal. Bread satisfies only temporarily. But the bread of life satisfies eternally. When we are seeking after Jesus, when we are seeking Him and go to Him for all that we need to be satisfied, then we are going to be satisfied eternally. Now, now maybe it would help you better if you, if you thought instead of bread, because sometimes we think of bread as kind of like boring food. I mean, we don't eat a lot of bread in our house, but it, it's just... You know, and I'm not trying to say we eat a lot of Snickers in our house either, but Snickers, Snickers is what I want, right? Snickers even says on it, this candy bar even says on it, satisfies, right? You guys know, it, it does, sick, does Snickers satisfy? Oh, trick question. <laughs> the the, the M&M Mars, I think that's the company that owns Snickers, they, they want you to think that Snickers satisfies, well, because it kind of does. It satisfies for like two minutes <laughs> until you want another Snickers bar, right? Because Snickers is really good. <laughs> they just have the right amount of all these ingredients together that, with a lot of sugar, and it just tastes good. Sorry, this is not an advertisement for Snickers, but I want <laughs> just trying to let you hear about, like, this is like, it's satisfying, right? We go, to, we go to Snickers because it satisfies. Well, maybe we go to, to other kinds of food, or maybe we go to other kinds of drinks, or other kinds of ways that we can make ourselves feel satisfied. Right? Do we, go to, do we go to other things that will make us feel better, that will make us satisfied? I'm not saying it's wrong to, to eat Snickers or drink some coffee or whatever, or whatever. I'm not trying to say it's wrong. But are we going to those things, whatever those things are, are we going to those instead of going to the bread of life? Are we substituting Jesus? Are we, we, we saying, uh, Jesus, we'll go to you if we need to, if something's really important. But right now, I just really want a Snickers. Right now, I just really want to satisfy whatever it is that I need a little quick fix or whatever it is, right? And so, so bread satisfies only temporarily, just like Snickers, only temporarily. But the bread of life satisfies eternally. And I think we, a lot of us know that, but we often don't experience that. We, we probably know, like, oh yeah, let's go to Jesus. Yeah, that, I remember I went to Jesus that one time and, and I felt satisfied, but there's a Snickers bar, <laughs> and that's what I want, <laughs> right? And, and so I think it's, it's easy for us to think about bread being kind of boring, but what do we really want? What are we really craving? What are we really going after? What is our, what are, where is our satisfaction? Where are we leading in those ways? 
You know, we're all broken people, and we seek to fill our lives with things that don't give us life. But the life giver, the bread of life, Jesus Christ, he gives us life and satisfies our life, not just for now, but forever. So let's go to him. And don't just wait until, until later. Later, later. I'll just be satisfied in Jesus when I'm getting older. Or after I, after I finish college. Or after I, whatever, fill in the blank. Don't wait. Let's go to Jesus now. Let's be satisfied in him now. You know, our, our main idea today is that the bread of life Sorry, while bread sustains life, the bread of life sustains forever. So bread is good, and bread is, it satisfies, or you could say Snickers satisfies, but the bread of life, Jesus Christ, who said, I am the bread of life, He satisfies, He sustains us forever, and He, guess what? He's not going anywhere. We don't have to worry about where is Jesus going to be? We don't have to worry, is Jesus going to let me down? He's not. Jesus is not just going to sustain our life, but he sustains his life. He, he sustains all life, but we have to go to him. I wonder if there's like, if there's a pain in your life that you wish that you could go back and erase. Go back and, and, and change. Go back and, and say, I wish I would have started following Jesus. I wish I would have started trusting Jesus. I wish I would have stopped going to those things instead of Jesus. If you had a DeLorean from Back to the Future, and you could punch in any date in, in your history, any date, and you could punch in to go back to the past and redo a choice. Think about that for a moment. What would that date be? And what would that choice be? But guess what? Whatever was in the past, even if it's like yesterday or years ago, whatever that was, Jesus wants us to go to him now and start living satisfied and sustaining our lives forever, but starting now. So maybe you've done that in the past. Maybe you haven't, you're not doing that all the time, but I want to encourage all of us, including me, let's go to the bread of life. Let's go to Jesus Christ. Let him be the one that sustains our life. Let him be the one that satisfies us and gives us life. And I want you just to think about this for a moment before we close. I want you to think about this, and it's even on the, on the bottom of your sermon notes. This week, how do I need the bread of life? How do I need Jesus Christ to sustain, sustain me? Jesus, we thank you that you are the bread of life. That you satisfy us when we come to you. And not just a in a temporary satisfaction, but for, e 
forever. And so, Lord, I just pray that we would be people that go to you for their satisfaction. When we are hungry and thirsty, even if it's physically, we would still go to you spiritually. God, when we want something that's going to satisfy us, that we would go to you, Jesus. Thank you that you are the bread of life. Thank you that we can hunger and thirst no more when we come to you. Thank you that you are good and that you are life-giving. And so, Jesus, we just pray that we would trust fully in you and in your life. And I pray if there's, if there's anyone that, that's not in relationship with you today, Jesus, that they won't wait until their life gets hard or their life gets more confusing or, or until another time, but they would come to you today, Jesus, and that you would satisfy every craving and every longing and you alone, Jesus. I pray this in your great name. Amen.